This is Gruff the Druid. My name is the Gumshoe Strut, and you're listening to Witch Police Radio.
All right, uh, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host, Sam, and I'm doing another show uh, as the only host this week, and I'm here with uh, two guys whose music I've actually listened to for a really long time. Um, so I've got the Gumptious Strut yo, and yo. the Gruff the Druid here. Yo. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, I mean, we've talked, talked about you for sure on the show. We had a whole show dedicated to your music. And uh, But, yeah, like I said, I mean, I've, you know, I think I first heard you probably on Fermented Reptile. Uh, like you know, that's what two thousand or so now. That's like ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah. same same with you with back to that kind of era as well. Yeah, yeah. So, a couple of years after, but yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Followed suit. Yeah, so, so I mean, yeah, you guys have been around for a long time, and you're. Uh, it's kind of interesting because last, well, the episode that comes up before this one, depending when you hear it, um, was with a bunch of uh, rappers in their early twenties, and okay. uh, so they had very. Di- I'm assuming they have very different. Uh, very different sound, anyway. And right. I mean, I, I imagine that what they have to say is probably very different than what you guys have to say. So I'm kind of interested in, in comparing the two. But um, the reason we have you here is because you have a new record that is out now, right? It's, uh, yes. Yes, yeah, actually been released uh, two weeks now. Yeah. Two yeah. weeks. And that's on Marathon of Dope? Marathonofdope.com, yes. yeah. Okay, and it's one of those uh, pay what you want kind of things, or is it just free, just straight up free download, or what's. Uh... I think it's straight up free. Because I know I downloaded it for free, but then yeah. I'm wondering if maybe I should have paid for it. <laughs> No, I think this one, I think you sort of changed the format a bit. Um, they used to do a lot of the uh, pay what you pay what you like, you yeah. know, uh, sort of donation uh, idea. But from from what I've seen lately, it looks like it's just, they're just sort of going the, you know, the free download route or, you know, set a price. Right, right. But this one yeah. looks, I, I didn't see an option for uh, for a pay. Okay, so I wasn't option. just like stealing it like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you guys have both worked with that label before. I mean, your last album was on there and you've got a bunch of stuff on there right i mean yeah i have a few a few of my projects on there I, you know met uh tom who runs the site speed dial seven years right. years and years ago so we started that up sort of together and then uh he sort of was able to run away with it but yeah cool cool yeah and this is a, a collaborative effort this yes record? i mean like you, you had the production and you're on a couple tra- are you on more than one track or on one track just, just uh just doing the hook on one track but uh yeah all, all the production Yes. It's handled uh, by me and Gruff. Gruff does Gruff. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, so how, uh, I mean, I know you guys have obviously been part of the same scene for a long time. I mean, you know, you're appearing on each other's releases and stuff and with other people who are, you know, you're all associating with. But have you had a lot of experiences working directly like this in the past, like on a, on a full project? Or is this the first time that's... No, this is the first time, for sure, like that me and Gumshoe work together. I mean, we obviously been on collab yeah. tracks before and uh like on the pnc stuff yeah for sure Bill, yeah. and uh i've been on stuff we we worked together yeah i mean over I've, the had, years. I've definitely you know taken taken my fair share of opportunities to get uh to get gruff and you know, i mean all the pnc you know homies yeah. on tracks from time to time yeah. but uh i can think of one distinct one was the turn the gun album that uh myself and yeah i put out yeah it was uh, 2005 I took the photo for the front cover, though. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, yeah, yeah, there you go. I forgot all about that. Um, yeah, no, we got uh, Fermented Reptile on a track, which was that's right, yeah. a big, uh, big exciting moment for, for me, because that's, that's probably goes down, you know, my number one album from Winnipeg. Yeah. You know. I think a lot Hip-hop of people probably yeah. Yeah, agree with you on that, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's a good album. Absolutely. So, yeah, it was awesome yeah. to get Gruff and uh, Pips get on that. Yeah. Yeah. But he's been on the show a bunch of times too. Oh yeah, yeah, which is cool. So yeah, yeah. It's, uh, eventually, like everyone is connected in Winnipeg, right? So yeah, absolutely, it, it'll, it'll, it happens. <laughs> yeah. But how did this? How did this come about? Then how did, I mean, you know, you guys have both been doing this for a really long time. How did you decide to 
get together and put this uh, put this album together? Well, it's one of those things. I mean, uh, BJ he's often put out like instrumental albums, yeah. or at least a couple times that uh, he's officially done, and and I've often gotten some of his beats, and you know we've always been open to working with each other, yeah. and. Uh, so I think it's sort of one of those things. It's like, yeah, we're gonna do this sometime, you know. Yeah. Work yeah. on something. Yeah. You never know exactly the extent of it. Yeah. But, but uh, this time around, when uh, we just started talking, when one time I can't remember how we actually opened into it, but I think I think I just straight up hit you up. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I've last couple of years, I, about 2011. Uh, this last time I put out a solo record, right. and from there, sort of, you know, just kind of got into a new uh, sort of excitement and motivation of making beats, okay. and sort of was right. running with that for a while, and, you know, I sort of built up this collection of beats, and, you know, sort of taken a bit of a hiatus from, like, writing raps and really putting the focus on that, so I didn't really have much to do on my own beats, and I was just like, oh, I want to put out a project, I want to put out a project, yeah. but, you know, I was going through school, I was working on you know, getting my uh, career started, you know, outside of music and stuff like that. So I wasn't really, you know, I guess intently focused on music. But when I had the opportunity to, you know, really, you know, hit somebody up, you know, Gruff happened to be, you know, available and, you know, had some tracks that he had sort of, you know, sitting around that didn't really have beats. And, you know, we're like, okay, let's take these two or three tracks, see what we got, you know. Yeah. Kind of link some stuff up. And then, yeah, from there, just, you know, we got some... Some really good ones started out, and then just sort of, you know, he picked some more beats and came up with some more ideas, and you know, projects just sort of evolved from there. Cool. We ended yeah. up with this, yeah. Yeah. How long was it in the works before it actually came out? Like, how, how long did it take to put this together? Well, I mean, the process was long. I mean, we, you know, I mean, I'd say we probably got together like maybe, you know, you know, we count on two hands, hands. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, right. You know, over the course times. of a year and a bit. From the first time that we, you know, sort of, from the first time I gave him beats yeah. to, you know, to when we actually, like, had the set amount of songs that we wanted to put out. Yeah. yeah it had to be close to a year and a half. I feel like it's been, it's two years. Yeah. Out, right? Probably, yeah. Like, yeah. it's 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 up there. But, you know, we recorded, I think, the first songs, like, in January of last year, so okay. 2014. And, you know, a few months later recorded another set of songs and then, yeah, from there it was just, you know, slowly doing some post-production and, you know, okay, I want to get this out, you know, by the end of summer and then I was like, oh, okay, we'll get this out in fall and then we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll get this yeah, out in December yeah. and then, yeah, and then finally it was just like, okay, we're, you know, we're good to go, got it mastered, you know, got the artwork done and, yeah, we just, it was like, okay, let's do this, we're doing this. <laughs> cool. Yeah. It was cool because we were on that same wavelength of sort of like it'll happen as it happens yeah you know like it wasn't like we gotta have this done by this time you know no deadlines really yeah i mean we did kind of give ourselves loose deadlines because yeah. that's how something right. gets done right. but uh i think um you know each time something didn't exactly happen when it happened i think we were both sort of on the same wavelength where it's like okay well just exactly you know, I mean, we had the songs, you know, we knew it was going to come out and, you know, there was really nothing else impeding it other than just real life, you yeah, know, just, yeah. just handling uh, careers in school and, yeah. Yeah. you know, like, yeah, this guy got married last year, so, you know, there's just all kinds of different things that just sort of came along and, yeah. you know, yeah. sort of, yeah. you know, 
Growing up shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. growing up shit just <laughs> makes you know not as focused on, you know, getting the product out, especially when you got, you know, you got the stuff written, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you got the yeah. stuff written, recorded, you know, you can, you're kind of sitting on it, you know? Yeah. So it's not, oh, I got to do the work of, you know, writing a song or yeah. making the beat. It's more, okay, we got to get all the post, you know, or like mastering, we got to get done, we got to get the artwork, right. you know, and, you yeah. know, this, this album we wanted to get uh, a friend of ours to, you know, do the artwork. My friend Carl Woods actually ended up doing it, but yeah. And the amount of time to, you know, like, get to asking him and then get the yeah. concepts together, get him, get him some songs so he could listen to for him to get it back to us and then take that, you know, piece that he gave us and put that into the actual cover art, you know, and just process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, was, was the idea, like, putting it on Marathon of Dope was always the plan? Or did you ever consider, like, you know, is there a physical copy of it or is it just an online thing right now? It's not physical yet. Yeah, it's not, it's not a physical thing at this point. I mean, I'm, I mean... I'm always open to it. I'm sure Gruff is too. But yeah. We, uh, I think the, the thing was just the way that it came about and, you know, and it being, you know, I guess sort of an EP slash long or short album, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Seven, seven songs. songs yeah. 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 I think, you know, it was just, wasn't quite at the point of like, let's, you know, like really like go, I guess, balls out on yeah. it and, yeah. you know, like right. do it to that extent. Um, but I think, you know, like, the ideas were always being floated around of, like, you know, Marathon of Dope was, uh, was definitely an option yeah. all yeah. along. Yeah. But, you know, we had thrown, a, thrown around the idea of, you know, starting, you know, our own website and just, you know, putting it out on that, in that sense, you know, yeah. putting out a physical copy, seeing if we could, you know, charge, you know, a couple bucks for it, you know, because everybody's putting everything out for free nowadays, you know, seeing if we could take a different route and, you know, yeah. see if we could put some value on it by putting a dollar amount on it but you know i think in the end it was just you know like i guess it got to that point where it was let's just get this out yeah yeah. it's it's one of those things yeah and i think that's you know honestly i think that's a lot of like free albums these days is where where people get to is they get to that point where it's like they're on something else and just like let's just get this out yeah the next album will be the you know the one that we and then that one ends up going for free anyway exactly yeah Yeah. 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 cool okay well i do have more stuff i want to ask you about the album actually because i was listening to it i've listened to it a few times now and i I like it it's good it's good album but um if people have listened to the show before the way it works is we have a randomly generated theme word i just kind of press a button on the computer it shoots a word out of us, and that dictates the song choices and sometimes depending it's it is a random word we have some ridiculous things that come up i mean uh, a few weeks ago we had nutrition and it was a death metal band and uh you know (laughs) like depending (laughs) what it is i feel like this one kind of works pretty good the theme this week was pagan and i mean like you know druidry and stuff right like, right right it seems like a weird it's that it happens every once in a while where it's like a really odd coincidence like hey this might actually fit the the guests so right. i don't know what you guys thought about that word but i mean uh i thought it brought up a couple of different types of types of song ideas you know uh how'd you guys feel about it when it when it came on, up wait, well when it came up it was kind of like okay <laughs> let me think let me think, let me think. <laughs> and then i sort of forgot about it yeah. until yeah, yeah, today yeah. so yeah. it was kind of you know i didn't really have uh didn't really come as prepared as i no, like, that's cool. but i got uh you know I got a song. I know Gruff's got something as well. So yeah, know, cool. Go. Okay, well, I might just start this off just you know yeah. to get to get it moving here. Um, when I first thought of, it, I thought of a few things, and then the the song I decided to go with was actually something that only mentions the word pagan once in the song, and it really isn't about that at all. But it was the first <laughs> thing that popped into my mind. Um, last winter, I guess it was January last year, uh, we had a guest on the show um, calling in from Bristol, UK, and he's uh, an MC named Bugsy Number One. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. Probably not. He's I mean, he's big. He, he's not big at all, really. He, I, I kind of found him on the internet, okay. randomly, and loved it. And I just 
randomly hit him up online and said, hey, do you want to talk to a radio show in Canada? <laughs> and uh, cool. it was like three in the morning for him, and he hung out for an hour and talked to us about all this crazy stuff. And uh, nice. it was great, because I, I really like his music, and it was complete shot in the dark. But he uh, has a song called Spirit Bomb, and he actually performed the song on the show a cappella over the phone, oh, nice. just to illustrate a point he was making, which I thought was really cool. And he did almost the entire song, and, I just, and it actually really did explain what he was talking about. I mean, he's... Uh, He's a Rasta guy, he's you know, Caribbean background in the UK, and he was talking about Caribbean immigration to the UK and kind of you know what his background is and, and why he's there, why his family is there and everything. And the song perfectly illustrates that, and it was, it was really cool. Um, cool. But at one point he mentions patience just kind of in passing, and it's just, uh, I mean, I listen to a lot of dancehall, and it's something that kind of comes up frequently kind of as a, almost along the same line as the word heathen, just as a negative thing, you know, people who are not righteous and pagan and he's yeah, yeah, kind of interchangeably yeah, 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 yeah. so he kind of tosses that off in the song and it really has nothing to do with the theme word but the lyric kind of twigged me and i love it and it's a really cool song so nice. let's check out spirit bomb by bugsy number one Was crime to you, to we was every day. A man said, I'm a bad man, man, but I'm mine, but they claiming. One time, had a man said the same thing, and man came and sprayed him, wouldn't even save him. I was raised in a place that goes by different names. It's the ends, the slums, the gully, depends what your age is. One of many warmth in this world of amazement, the ghetto. Well, they nicknamed it on the basis of it being full of predominantly black faces. Yeah, that's basic. We could talk about it all day, passages, but the reality is that it's facts, face it. Let's talk about Windrush, because that's the reason why my black faces in the UK. My people got invited, nobody got informed just to impact races. Um, we need to connect the dots of the fuckery and all of that weird shit. It's not cool to bust gunshot drugs and catch cases. That's dating like history. Pastime mysteries. From hard times apartheid to raw hide. Being sold to the public to see me screw facing chains. Getting whipped to speaker in disbelief. Well, don't be, because it was that literally. My road G's gone from the past quick to squeeze an A right at your brain, ripping it to pieces. This is the street. Ever since so called bad man was same time quick to speak to peace. Police just walk up, strip the street is peak. I really wanna check them off, there ain't shit to eat. But we so feast. Don't know why the brothers getting gassed up like life Like this is sweet, it's far from nice, it's bittersweet Don't get mixed in deep ha. You best face it, you only got one life, don't waste it If you got a chance then you best take it If it looks gone after you, don't taste it Do what you gotta do, fuck when your mates think Them time you find out who your mates is I ain't got no time for no farmer fakers Don't chat to me about the Ross Club mates and Megan you best face it, you only got one life, don't waste it If you got a chance then you best take it If it looks gone after you, don't taste it Do what you gotta do, fuck what your mates think Them can you find out who your mates is I ain't got no time for no farmer fakers Don't chat to me about the Ross Club Mason Pagan I rise in the morning, yawning and give thanks and praises To the kings of kings, why my kings will up a ting and then I'm blazing a man said I'm a bad man, man, but I'm mine with a claim. And one time had a man said the same thing, and 
man came and sprayed him, don't even save him. I was raised in a place called Saint Louis, Bristol. By now you should know what the greatest game is. Season two. Give thanks and praise to the most I judge. Spirit Bomb by Bugsy Number One, and yeah, like I mean, like that's probably my favorite rapper right now. Like I, I really, I really am into UK rap more than North American stuff lately. I don't know. I mean, I listen to a lot of reggae as I was mentioning, and a lot of it, you know, a lot of them are Jamaican guys. You know, Jamaican heritage, so they throw in a lot of the same slang, a lot of the same. It's not the same rhythms, and not this one particularly, but I mean, yeah. this guy yeah. has a lot of stuff that's just straight up dancehall. Yeah. And then he's rapping with like the British accent, kind of with the Jamaican slang over top of it. It's cool. It's, yeah, I was gonna say that's an interesting mix. Like yeah. to hear. Uh, you know, somebody pull that together so uh, seamlessly. Yeah, seamless. Yeah, and he's he's, yeah, like, he's like twenty two or twenty three or something. He's super young, and like okay. he's uh, yeah. Sounds like he's been doing it for a minute. I think though. so. Yeah, yeah. He's got a couple albums and an EP out. So I mean, okay. but, but that doesn't really mean anything these days, I guess. Cause yeah. Just, but yeah, yeah. He's been around, I think, for like three or four years now, at least. And I just stumbled upon him randomly on YouTube. I was looking up another English guy that I liked, and he was guesting on the track, and I thought, okay. I'll get rid of this kid, and it turned out to be awesome. So. Nice. So yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's Bugsy number one. Cool. I like him. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very cool. But uh, yeah, so I mean, that's the first thing that came to mind with Pagan. It doesn't really fit the theme, literally or anything. But you know, that's the way the, the, the thing I like about the theme words is that you can take any weird route you want to make the connection. Like, there's no wrong answer with it. So I mean, yeah, we've had some people take insane tangents where it's just this like 20 minute story about something that really has nothing to do with anything, <laughs> yeah. and somehow there's a connection. So yeah, I mean, it's it's very loosely defined, but. Um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, oh. I had some more things I wanted to ask you about the album, and, um, like I mentioned earlier, I talked to a bunch of younger guys uh, who are kind of up-and-coming rappers on a previous episode, and listening to the stuff that they do and the stuff that they listen to, because they selected songs as well, um, I feel like it's very, it's not very wordy, I mean, it's, it's like, the beats are very, there's a lot going on, it's very kind of, uh, 
you know, upbeat, but there's there's lots happening. Everything is happening at once in the beats, and then the, the lyrics are really, really minimalist and kind of stripped down. And it's just like kind of a few Bart catchphrases. Mm. And then listening to what you guys do, especially on this this new record, I mean, it's the opposite of that. I mean, there's lots of lots of words, lots of you know, lots going on lyrically, and then the the beats are very kind of uh, subtle and kind of understated. At least that's how I, that's what I felt when I was listening to it. It's, it's mm-hmm. kind of a, uh, it's not like minimalist or anything, but it's it, it kind of takes a backseat to the to the lyrics, and that's prominent. And then what these kids are doing now, or these ones anyway, it's the complete reverse of that. Is yeah. that I mean, I don't know uh, what you guys listen to these days, but I mean, I feel like f- as kind of a casual rap listener who listens to a lot of other stuff, primarily, like it seems like. There's been a shift in general from heavy on, sorry, <laughs> heavy, heavy on the lyrics <laughs> to like heavy on the the beat and just very very limited lyrics. I don't know what you think of that. Is that something you've noticed as well, or I've certainly noticed it in music. Um, yeah. You know, you can think of a lot of you know albums that are coming out. You know, it seems like production is you know it's reaching a point where it's 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 trying to be more a little bit more daring and a little bit more um, you know almost yeah like the opposite like when even when it is minimalist it's incorporating sounds that are you know completely sort of off the wall but you know just very stripped down and very basic but yeah i mean like i think from my perspective you know when i when i you know make my music or my make my beats it, it, it you know it just really comes from you know the development of where i've come from like i used to you know put together beats being a lot more minimalist yeah. because I was sampling, yeah. you know, a hundred percent. And now, you know, when I, you know, play a beat on a keyboard or something like that, I don't sample as much as I used to, you know, it comes out kind of, you know, minimalist, but yeah. a little bit more, um, melodic, I guess you could say, and a little bit more, you know, kind of all together and, you know, cause I'm yeah. able to sort of, you know, match sounds the way that I want to match yeah, them, yeah. whereas when you're sampling, it's a, it's a little bit more, of a, you know, rickety, I guess you could say, and yeah. you know, you're trying to, like... Well, you're piecing things together, Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, that that's 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 just the way that I I produce, and, you know, the beats that I like making, I like, you know, I like to feel something, I like to, you know, like to build to, like, sort of, a, you know, like a... to a point in, like, lyrics, and, like, you know, really complement the lyrics. That's yeah. why, you know, like, I had all these beats, and it's like, I could have easily put out instrumental project or something like that but it was more you know these need you know vocals these need to be complementing you know a message or complementing you know what somebody's yeah like that yeah what somebody's I, trying to put out there yeah i feel like that's partly us coming together there yeah like yeah. we didn't exactly sit in the same room the whole time you know yeah for sure yeah. well he made the beat but i really feel with this project that bj really supported me as an mc to okay. uh and I didn't really feel like, really like he was behind, but that he's kind of, the beat is there to kind of give the vocals a place to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and for me, it's, that's my style is I want to hear the vocals and, yeah. and even though like, like you're talking about some of the new stuff, it's almost like they're carrying a chorus through the whole song yeah for sure that's, that's, right? yeah, that is what i mean yeah, yeah and it's yeah. a way you can go with yeah. lyrics sometimes i even feel there's a little bit in that in, in a in a song that i do yeah. but but i'm very lyrical so i yeah. want to hear you know 
I want to hear words that at least bring images out, and I want to, you know, experiment with rhyming more. Yep. yep. And so I think that's partly where I come from, and then it's partly our coming together. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of it too. Like I think there's a lot of artists out there who also, you know, write for the stage. Right. You know, or write right. for performance. Right. You want so like to get people amped up and whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And yeah. you know, so like you know, having those. You know those beats that are really like you know like really like full and just like sort of blasting yeah. and stuff like that, and you know the, the, those lyrics that just sort of you know like you know I guess you know, sort of get that chant going or whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they lend themselves to the stage. But I mean, I I think of like every you know close friend I have that's an MC. You know, they write for like themselves and for the record. Yeah. You know, for a record, like they're trying to make a you know like a dope song that you know what I mean, like they're going to listen to our headphones because that's how we listen to music. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, we've always been lyrical. We all love, you know, you know, like MCs that, you know, like bring that message, but, you know, like can rhyme like, like motherfuckers or yeah. whatever, you yeah. know what I mean? can like really just, you know, spit something like that's just, you know, like how the hell do you put that, you know, that compound round together? Yeah, yeah. That's why that's what's so exciting, well, you know, working with like Gruff on this record is because there's a couple tracks on there where it's just, you know, I'm like, Right now, it's like we got this release party coming up soon, actually, which I'm yeah. sure we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah, but, sure, yeah. um, you know, trying to learn his backups, you know, so I can back <laughs> him up on stage, yeah. trying to learn yeah. exactly what he's saying and, like, you know, how to how how he puts it together. It's it's, it's mind boggling, actually, you know. And so that's that's what's really fun for me as a you know, producing it. Yeah, it's like you know, giving life to that those lyrics and emphasizing like the you know the parts that are just like whoa, you know, and trying yeah. to like you know, make people you know, hear that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm all about the flows and, yeah. you know, rhyming as much as I can, basically, yeah. right? And sometimes, you know, I'm putting content forth, but whether it's content or whether it's just, like, you know, I want to see how far I could take yeah. this. Yeah. Rhyme-wise, I still want that to be... I don't know, like, it's, it's, you know, like, it's not like just an instrument, whereas that's kind of what sometimes... I think some people make it like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like poetry on, on, you know, beats. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Is there a, I mean, did you have all the beats, like, they were already all available before, or did you, did you work on them, like, I'm just wondering, because it it definitely has a tone to it, the record, and I don't know if that how does that come about? I mean, is that you hearing the beats and kind of writing to that style or is it you making beats to his style or what is the... So honestly, I could say it's a little bit of both. I uh, I definitely, like some of the, the tracks that we started out with, I gave him, you know, the very raw versions of the beats. He took those and came back with, uh, you know, versions of the song that we recorded. Um, a couple of them, you know, I completely remodeled the beat. Okay. So I, like, we, I think there was one song we recorded just over like a, just a basic yeah. drum pattern. Yeah. And, you know, I took that back, you know, stripped out that drum yeah. pattern and just built, a, you know, built the beat right around all of his lyrics, actually. The, um, it's called, it's the last song on the record called Life Patterns. It's exactly what I did with that was I just stripped it right down, took everything out and just built it around his actual, cool, his actual uh, lyrics and, you know, sort of tried to complement, you know, the, the essence of the song. Um, another one on the record, Herd Mentality, which is the second song on the record as well. Same idea, you know, it was completely 
100% different beat when, when I gave it to him originally and when we recorded okay. it. Okay. But I took it back and, you know, like, just wasn't feeling it as much as I felt it when I gave it to him. So, you know, I just stripped it down and came up with something completely new. And, yeah, I mean, it gives it, like, a whole new life. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's really important. And then, you know, the rest of the tracks, I think, were sort of, you know, pretty much there the way that, uh, yeah. you know, the, the basics of the beat were there. And, you know, you just had some stuff here and there and, you know, sequence it around, you know. The structure of Garth's lyrics. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple like that life patterns one, and uh, yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, I guess that one. Herd mentality. Herd mentality. Um, yeah, I had them written from you know a couple years yeah. before. Like this is just stuff I'm writing, so you're getting uh, like over time. I'm just piecing stuff together, okay. and some of the stuff we put together when, you know, when we put this album together okay. and then some of them were kind of pre, pre-written just as like stuff I work on just, yeah, you know, to work on it. Right, home, right. right. And so, you're probably always doing that, I imagine, right? Like pre- yes, right? exactly, exactly. So, yeah, it's a bit of both. Okay. Yeah. Is there a, I mean, because the two of you, you know, doing this together, is there um do you feel like there's a cohesiveness to it, like, from start to finish? I mean, I know a lot of people will do albums now um, where it'll be... It's not as collaborative. It'll be like, yeah, okay, I got a couple beats from this guy, and then there's three other people I got beats from. And then you listen to that, and maybe it doesn't sound as much like a single project yeah. as what you guys are doing. I mean, did you do you feel that the, the album from start to finish has kind of a, a, a flow to it, like a, a vibe to it, that it's, it's part of the same, part of the whole, or...? I think we, I th- well, for me on the production side of things, I certainly tried to, um, you know, listen to what, you know, like the, the ideas behind the songs and the, you know, the way that the, the intensity of them progressed Yeah. and sort of tried to, you know, you know, ad- adjust the song order in that way and, you know, complement, you know, the way that the songs transition from one to another. Um, you know, I mean... Like, like we said, like, you know, these are songs that, you know, some gruff, you know, had written for some time and, you know, some that were written a little more recently, but, you know, yeah. we're sort of pieced together in terms of, you know, you know, getting, you know, the seven, eight songs that we had to choose from for the project and then putting them together. So, you know, I think it does have a co- cohesive feel because, you know, we, we, we spent the time to try to, you know, put it. I guess get that get it that way yeah yeah, yeah I but I don't so think too. it was built with you know like that co- cohesiveness in mind right you know, it's, it's not just a concept it. album it's not yeah. Uh, yeah you know we just found you know I think even the name surface area sort of lends it lends itself to you know being able to sort of like you know you know all these tracks laid out sort of yeah. on the surface you know like yeah. that's just the way I envision it but you know I mean I'm sure there's a lot more to it that you know Griff has in mind in terms of what that means but right right yeah Cool. Well, let's uh, go to another song here. I don't know which one. Who, which one of you wants to choose something? But uh, uh, you got something that's uh, yeah. Let's hear. Yeah, what, what is the, song? Um, the song I chose just basically, you know, I was going on the idea of you know sort of religion, and, and you know, I thought about what is my you know sort of like idea of religion, yeah. and a song that sort of stood out, not because it's you know necessarily about religion, but because it's sort of about uh, you know lifestyle what we believe in and stuff like that um and it talks about his past in you know sort of music and stuff like that and why it's so important uh i picked uh mackinroe okay uh wandering eye cool and you know I, like i said i chose that just because of 
the way that he breaks down talking about what he loves and you know that being music basically cool so yeah all right let's check it out I pledge my allegiance in the summer of 92 Mecca and the Soul Brothers sealed the deal Before that I was a casual listener But I kept my guard up cause it didn't seem real I always knew I would be a musician At age 6 I knew all the words to Elton John I played air guitar like Eddie Van Halen Though I couldn't get my hair cut like David Lee Roth I stayed up late just for Friday night videos Back when videos were cool No matter what the song And I'd vote for the top 10 on AM radio Which hardly ever changed You could always sing along And my mom, dad and I could agree on a record To play on a road trip But that would change I was down with Doobie Brothers and Hall of Notes Duran Duran, Michael Jackson and a host of other names But along came guys like Brian Adams And the audience got older so things got soft After the invention of the power ballad It was time for this team to turn his radio off So I rode to the skate park in silence Till one day R.K. had the words dead Kennedy's on his brick tape When I inquired he said I wouldn't like it But instead they remain one of my favorite bands to this day and I was welcome to a world I never knew Most of these bands were beyond obscure They had to make their recordings for themselves So it sounded kind of rough, but the music was pure But nothing stays the same forever And punk became alternative and audiences grew And I went from Descendants to Smashing Pumpkins But by the second Lollapalooza I had to find something new I gotta find something new, man I gotta find something new if you like punk rock, then you knew Public Enemy And of course, De La Soul and the Beastie Boys But I mostly thought rap was a kind of commercial That was used to sell chicken and children's toys We used to dance to Dinosaur Jr. And when Hammer came on, we would head out to the hallway But after Becca and the Soul Brother hit me It was all rap, only rap, just rap all day I had to get everything in my collection So Pippi and Honeycut gave me dubs Never enough just to be the critic So making beats and writing rhymes became my love We started from fresh and played with anybody Punk, rock, hip-hop, folk, and country We thought we could sign to a major label So we played for A&Rs, but we came up empty I kept it low-key while I got my degree And never thought of doing it seriously And I worked full-time in a shirt and tie And on the side made a record called The Ethics EP it was fun, but also a business which started to require more and more time. In 01, we released five albums, and soon I was no longer on the corporate dime. Being self-employed is a dream come true, where every day your freedom seems better than the next. But I'm starting to believe that, I'm starting to forget that hip-hop is more than just cashing checks. And I want to stay the fan, I get every new release, but they're starting to prove me less and and when I'm working on the books, I listen to classic rock and look at this art form and wonder what's next. I gotta find something new, man. I gotta find something new. I gotta find something new, man. I gotta find something new. 
Hip hop has taught me so much about music. Without it, I would not be a fan of Al Green. And I truly believe in the music my friends make. I've accepted that will never be part of the mainstream. I'm grateful that I'm able to put food on the table. And I'm glad I found an audience for me to maintain. But I want that feeling from Mecca and the soul brother wonder. And that's someone you guys have both worked with extensively, right? I mean, like, you've had a lot of... Uh, that's, yes, you know. yeah. definitely. And that, yeah, that song, I don't know exactly, the exact year it came out, but I think it was around 2005, six, seven, some somewhere in that neighborhood. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was just a song that I listened to on repeat and repeat. Just, yeah. uh, you know, just, you know, it just makes you, you feel so much more connected to, you know, why we do this and, like, yeah. you know, like, the way we all came up and, you know, yeah. like... Really, yeah. what we all believe in, you know. Well, that was very literally how we came up. Yeah, <laughs> it was exactly. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I mean, how has how have things changed for you guys musically since I guess the era when you were working with Peanuts and Corn? I mean, that was. It seemed like I think you were saying in the song like that label was playing with tons of tons of albums all the time. It seemed like it was huge. I mean, I don't know if that was just coming from being in Winnipeg and, and seeing shows and stuff all the time, but it seemed like it was a very big thing and now it kind of seems like I mean obviously rap is still huge but I mean I don't know I, I don't know what the rap scene is like in Winnipeg anymore um, me neither <laughs> <laughs> like what, what is it like for you guys to be you know putting out stuff playing shows every once in a while I mean it, it, what are the audiences like how has it changed from your I mean I know the grown man stuff has something to do with it too right because well, you're it, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing I mean at this point it's like we all you know spent you know, our, our formidable years, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, we, I, can, I can comfortably say my 20s were spent, you know, just enjoying and doing as much music as I could, yeah. could and taking it, you know, as far as I could in terms of being able to tour, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, play shows, you know, as, as much as possible, you know, not really caring so much about getting paid or something like that, just yeah. really, you know, just like, it's so much fun, you know, you play like, at, at, at one point, you know, like, in the heyday, it was playing, like, you know, two, three shows a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it seemed yeah. like what I mean. It seemed like there were shows constantly. And, and, yeah. and they were all, like, great shows. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And some bigger than others, but, you know, it was just, it was, an you know, an incredible time to be able to just, you know, sort of, like, just live and enjoy, live in the yeah. moment and enjoy everything about it. Just living um, the culture. To yeah, living the culture, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think we all, you know, like, sort of, like... We, I, I know we would all get together and just, you know, like hang out and listen to rap and like hang out and, you know, yeah. have a good time, you know, yeah. I would invite people over, you know, just, just 
just to play beats and yeah. you know like yeah any freestyle whatever it is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah new album comes out you yeah everybody everybody listen to it. To it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's cool but i think yeah it just kind of for me i know for me like it just hit that point where it was like okay you know i gotta sort of you know i guess you know focus on you know other aspects yeah. of, of life and you know get uh get, you know, get my shit together in terms of, you know, like, just, you know, getting a career in order, like, yeah. I know music's always gonna be there, I know I'm always gonna be, you know, be goofing around with it in some way or another, and having fun with it, no matter what capacity I'm doing it yeah. at, yeah. so, you know, it was, it was just, for me, it was, I just, you know, sort of, like, got comfortable with that, and that's, that's really where I'm at now, is, like, you know, I, I'm not really, like, pursuing anything, yeah, you know, I'm not trying to tour because I, you know, uh, you know, families and yeah, you know, yeah. like jobs and stuff like that. But like, you know, I, I'm I'm super happy just making beats and stuff like that. You know, I still get out to, you know, see shows when something sparks my interest. For sure, yeah. You yeah. know, but it's not, you know, it's not doing it now just for the sake of doing it. You know? Right. Like, yeah. I'm not going to shows because I feel like I have something to, you know, like give back or something like that or you know like because i want to be a part of the scene or you know like i need to network or something like yeah that, you know what yeah. i mean like it's now you know like if 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 you know if i hear a buzz about somebody and I'm, you know i'm interested you know I'll, I'll, I'll make it out to a show yeah and i'll check them out and if i really like them you know i'll definitely be at more of them you know yeah 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 i really feel the same way i mean you can count on half of my hands fingers how many shows yeah. I've done like in a, in a, while, a yeah. couple of years yeah. right? like it's and that's but that's like that's just how life is now because yeah. you know a few years ago I life changed a lot for me because I had kids yeah. and yeah. and you know it's just grown up stuff too and at the same time trying to get you know life in order career and all that yeah. so yeah like rap is always like right next to my heart but and like he said, like it's not like I'm trying to, uh, like, you know, get my stuff out there. Like yeah. it's not like it has to be done, you know, for any other reason than just the enjoyment of it. Like you want to just do it, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's and fulfillment, you know. Yeah, and that's partly. I mean, we already you mentioned before surface area, and that's partly what surface area means to me is like now how life's changed and and what your expression is is what comes out on the surface it's kind of like what you are in in like your public life and just like in reality essentially yeah at the and that's at the surface and we all have like what we love or yeah and and everything a whole mix of things that you know like i have some darker elements on this album and that's like part of what's below the surface too and so like that's what the surface area is to me is it's not just me though but it's it's you know i guess about being like a grown-up and being this artistic you know trying to like be all these things and this is what it ends up being at the surface. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a kind of cool, yeah. <laughs> cool explanation of that, yeah. Um, does it, I mean, the fact that, you know, you're not doing as much stuff now and because of, you know, real life getting in the way and stuff, does that make putting together music, is there more, um, 
I don't know, I don't want to say thoughtfulness to it or anything, but I mean, if you were, you know, at the time when shows every couple of nights, you know, recording as much as possible and all that, has, has the way of writing songs, you know, beats or lyrics, has it changed in terms of uh, the type of, uh, maybe thoughtfulness is the right word, like, that goes into it? I mean, is it because you're doing it less frequently and, you know, is like a new album you put out for the first time in however many years, is that, is there a different process towards putting that together than there may have been at the time when it was just boom, 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 everyone record everything at once and <laughs> release 30, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I can yeah. certainly say, like, I, I don't know if, it was, if I was talking to you about this or if it was Danny, uh, but for me, I feel like the beats on this record are a representation of, like, you know, a different stage in, you know, the, the, the production that I've ever done and that, okay. that, that it's ever been heard by anybody. I feel like the, the beats, like, you know, I think, uh, John, like John Smith, I was playing him Grouse record a couple of weeks ago and he mentioned that, you know, they have less of a, that like gumshoe marching feeling that, you know, some people like felt, you know, was sort of like, you know, heard in most of my beats. Right. Kind of associated as your sound. Yeah. Associated yeah, yeah, yeah. as my sound. And, and, you know, like, honestly, like part of that was, you know, you know, it was, it was neat to be able to have that sound, but at the same time, it wasn't necessarily something that I was doing because I was trying to do it. Yeah. It was something that, because I, I didn't, I wasn't able to put together the drums or the sounds the way that I really wanted them, so, so it ended up having sort of that more of that, that thump, thump, sound. Um, doing, uh, doing things less now, like, you know, like not you know, performing all the time and yeah. not trying to, like, worry about, you know, like, my next show or, you know, getting an album out, like, in a certain amount of time or something like that. Like, you know, I'm able to spend more time on the craft and, you know, get better at making beats. And, you know, I don't, like I said, I, you know, I used to sample 100%. Yeah. Now, you know, it's the complete opposite. I, I don't sample. I play all these beats on, you know, on, on my keyboard and, you know, put the drums together, you know, the sequencers and stuff like that. And I build these beats and I feel like the musicality of them are, you know, leaps and bounds beyond yeah. what I've ever done. And I feel like that's because I don't, there's no pressure. There's no, you know, like worry about, you know, making it for the stage or, yeah, yeah. you know, this beat's got to be bang or, you know, trying, trying to, you know, like keep up with, any other sounds or anything like that or you know i'll do the last one it's just yeah. you know just make you know just having fun and making beats for me and then when they get used you know i can you know cater them to whatever whatever i'm doing so like in you know in the case of putting this record together with gruff it was like okay you know with the way that he writes songs and with the way that he raps on them you know i'm able to sort of you know focus on how to bring that up and yeah. you know like do that post-production with them and stuff like that so yeah like that for me you know not playing shows as much not being as concerned about you know like the you know being that involved yeah has, has brought out like you know a, a, you know for me personally on the production side a better artist right okay. yeah yeah is that similar for the, for the yeah movie? yeah i think absolutely one thing there's definitely no like there was a time where I had to hear all the new rap yeah. that was coming out yeah. and I had to know and I would kind of like measure myself against it and you know and you know not always 
measuring myself, but just try and learn from it too. Yeah. Whereas now, it's really like I just I can just be in my own room and just experiment and kind of feel it out. And yeah. I think that's the thing is I kind of know. I know how to find what I want if I don't know exactly what I right. want as far as the sound or as far as what I want from a song. Okay. And so, like, we can kind of just do that on our own and, and put it out and not feel any, like, pressure to sound like something or... It sound like whatever is the thing that... Yeah, 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 yeah. To keep up, yeah. you know, to keep, you know, to be using the sounds that are, like, hot right now. Yeah, Even yeah. if they are hot, like, it's not, it's not who I am, so yeah. I'm not going to, like try to be that and uh it's also you're developing yourself yes you know? yeah. you're not trying to like to try and do that it would be going backwards or yeah going in another yeah. direction so. do you think that the uh the way music is now you know with the internet and everything do you think that that makes it easier to do that because i mean you know before you know even 15 years ago or so it would be like you're saying, this is the, the sound that everyone wants. This is the, and that's what you're hearing because it's what you're exposed to. Now, if you're into some really obscure thing, you can go and find a huge pocket of that on the internet and just stay there forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, you don't even the, the, what, what's going on in the mainstream yeah. or what's the, the hot sound. It doesn't even matter anymore because you can find audiences who want that particular thing. So I mean, you know, there's I'm sure there's people who love your sound and both of you. You know, and those people are going to seek out your album. And does it even matter anymore that maybe, you know, the 20-year-old kid down the street isn't going to be into it? Like, is that, I mean, do you feel like that helps things, the fact that you can be compartmentalized now in specific? Or is it, I don't know, I don't yeah, know if it's, it's good or bad. Thing. <laughs> it's not really, like, an issue, but it's it's cool. It's yeah. like, I guess, gaining more friends without having to look for them and gather them on a page. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's... it's yeah. It's cool, but like we would make music for ourselves and our friends really, anyway, yeah. in the in the beginning, and kind of now, you know, it's great to hear your friends say like uh, they they like your music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great to hear anybody say it, but your friends are like your peers, and you respect that a lot. So there's that, but but yeah, like if if there's that pocket that people find and. Yeah. That's your pocket. That's great. Yeah, you know? cool, yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. great. I, they, I'm not going to tell them, tell all your friends or anything, yeah. you know, to try and spread the word. Yeah. But that's great if it spreads too, you know. It's, yeah. And not for like money or some financial gain. Just, just people hearing your art, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. Did you have uh, something you wanted to pick with the theme? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, uh, Tribe Called Red. Okay. I thought just pagan for me it was like the what came to mind was spirituality yeah. that doesn't have to do with organized religion i guess okay. and i guess western religion too for a main for the main thing i just i kind of half forgot the name of the track so electric powwow cool cool hey i think they totally use that to describe their sound too that that term electric powwow I think I've heard that in interviews and stuff where they're actually describing their their yeah, strings as an electric yeah, power. I think just, uh, yeah, I kind of was just searching for stuff and I found. I mean, I I thought of them. Yeah. But uh, I hadn't known this song really well before that. So. Cool. Well, let's let's listen to it.
cassettes that yeah, we actually yeah. put out like we you know it was really neat like we we actually painted had like hand painted uh stickers that we oh, cool. put on each cool, cool. on each tape so they're all very individualized because you know the art that's on them is, is yeah. individual it's all, all DIY handmade about too right? yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so um i know that there's a number of those floating around and you know i do you have one i side? don't have one <laughs> you know which, yeah. which sucks yeah. but you know like i know like yeah, he's got a copy. I know, uh, you know, I believe a co-op has copies. Yeah. I've seen, you know, I've seen them. I've, I've seen people show them to me and, you know, I'm jealous of my own, my own tape that I don't have. But <laughs> yeah. 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 I, mean, <laughs> I know they, yeah. I know they exist and yeah, it's pretty cool to, you know, like to know that they, yeah. that they are out there and that, you know, like some of the people that, you know, still like give props to, you know, like those old yeah, you know those old recordings. Yeah, and, you yeah. know for for a lot of us, you know, it, I mean, I don't know, speak for myself, but I, I I take pride in my old music, obviously. Yeah. But you know, when I look back at some of it, you know, you, you sort of have that like yeah, 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 yeah. You know, if I could just rearrange or have another crack at that one, like you know, but I mean, that's all the development, right? But, yeah, it's, you yeah. Know, it's 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 pretty neat to to know that you know, like people see the artistry in it and they see the. Uh, you know the creativity and the, the intent behind it and yeah. you know yeah like there's there's a lot of value there you know yeah well yeah. that's kind of what i was gonna ask actually like how important is, is it to you guys that, that that does people still are interested in that i mean is it 
does it mean a lot to you that someone is still listening to something from, you know, 15 years ago, whatever? Or? Yeah, because it, it was part of an era for me, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. the 90s. Yeah. And, like, Freak Show, and he was talking about his first, like, our first vinyl playing with emotions freak yeah. show. I don't know. I don't own a copy of that. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. like really special to me too. You know, just somebody has it though, right? This is Yeah, yeah. It's around. Yeah. I know it's around. I think most of the other freak show members probably still have it. Yeah. But uh, and again, yeah, like quality wise, like you know, there's some some things, you know, some lines that yeah, yeah. Like, oh. you wish you could take back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but. But overall, like, super proud of, like, what we did. And back then, it was way different. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. had to go to a studio and pay yeah. somebody yeah. $40 an hour, you know. Or and you had to do it all at once. You couldn't do a two-year-long thing, right? You had to do it in a right. time. Right, yeah, cash up front. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it was somebody who didn't know how to mix rap, right? right? So yeah, it was the blues or rock or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we would have to coach this yeah. engineer, you know, and... It was, uh, so it was, it had different challenges and, and, um, we earned it. And so, yeah. and it's part of that era. There's a whole, you know, a whole slew of us yeah. doing it. And so I, I'd like that to be kept alive. Yeah. I'd like, yeah. you know, it's, it's the, uh, uh, it's an era. It's like a time for Winnipeg hip hop that should be in the history books. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Well, it's interesting because, like, like I was saying, you know, we did a show with some younger rappers, and when before we got started, I was kind of talking to them about some shows I used to go to, you know, kind of trying to find some common ground. And I mean, yes. half of the people I named, they had no, it was it was crickets, you know. But Freak Show, they recognized it. one guy was like, "I know what that is. That's important." <laughs> and that was cool. Like, he knew he didn't never heard Freak Show, but he knew it was something that. So there's obviously, you know, something going on where people. They recognize, you know, whether it's a song or a name or whatever, but there's, yeah. There's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's yeah. tough as the generations build, right? Like, you know, it, it becomes further, yeah. further and further apart from, you know, from memories and from, you know, like, does that person really tell their, you know, their next generation about things or, you know, really educate them on, you know, like sort of what they came up on and, yeah. and, and really ingrain that in that next, you know, it's tough, right? Like, yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> it, it, it is tough. But it, it's it's kind of like it should be. It should be there. Yeah. Like freak show, especially like. We were from the city, so we, we and we were all from different parts of the city. Yeah. We played in high schools, you know. We, we kind of got out there, so there should be, you know. Someone's got the music. Yeah, there should be, and you know when we had shows, I mean you know media and different kinds of media. It was, it was all happening then for us. You know, yeah. As far as living the culture, and yeah, yeah. Doing what we loved, it was really about that, and you know, the video. Yeah, yeah. Much music. Yeah, and, and it's still a good video too. So that's on YouTube. That yeah, yeah, video, yeah, yeah, yeah. Patience, yeah. So, yeah, it was, it, it's a time that you know I hope people dig for and they can find. Yeah. You know, and if there's anything I could do to make that. Yeah, yeah, easier to find, you yeah. know. I'm still gonna look for that record. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go to another song. This is gonna be totally different stylistic than everything else we've played. No, I mean, it's been pretty varied already. But uh, one of my favorite bands is a band called Electric Wizard. They're like a doom metal band. And um, when the term pagan came up, I mean, they have a lot of songs about 
pagan stuff. I mean, they actually, this, the song I'm going to play, they actually specifically mentioned they want to go back to pagan days and kind of like, you know, uh, they're very anti-religion, anti-organized religion, which is kind of, you know, uh, sort of what you brought up earlier. And it's, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're more into the whole, like, uh, idea of kind of polytheistic, like, you know, back to nature sort of stuff, which is funny because it's a metal band. It's a weird kind of thing. But a lot of those bands are really into the, uh, you know, they're into, like, that kind of stuff. I mean, like Stonehenge is a big deal, you know what I mean? Like, right, right, but right. Um, this is a band that I got into. I mean, I didn't listen to metal very much at all. And um, I got into them because I listened to reggae. And I got into doom metal specifically because I listened to reggae because it's similar hmm. to me anyway in the sense that it's, it's slow and it's really groove heavy. I mean, and uh, like, one, uh, I've mentioned this before on the show, but um, I read an interview once with Lee Scratch Perry where he said that he was trying to make records that sound like you're stepping in glue. And I feel that this stuff is the same thing. I kind of think of it as like, it's sort of like Black Sabbath, but three times as slow and twice as heavy. Huh. And it's just like really kind of lurching, but it's got like kind of a bluesy groove behind it. Okay. So uh, this song uh, mentions Pagan specifically, and that's why I wanted to play it. And the title of the song is The Sun Has Turned to Black by Electric Wizard.
So yeah, as Electric Wizard, I mean, I don't know if the connection that I make as a reggae fan to that stuff is makes sense, but like it's, uh, I mean, I can listen to like a dub track that you know is completely stripped down to just just bass, and like they'll take one note and just echo it out for you know for like an hour. So that that like the kind of like really really uh, like um, deliberate pacing of it, I, I really like, and I don't know, it's it's a weird kind of subgenre of metal because then you know, a lot of metal is super fast and screaming, and this is just really sludgy and. And yeah. slow and sticky and yeah. yeah like we we're saying like during the song it sounded like they were you know really like ready to roll into something but at the same time just like sort of you know pulling back yeah and just like you know yeah. like it takes restraint to play that slow yeah but you, yeah they, you can almost get the sense they don't want to like because it it seems yeah it does definitely it seems like it's about to go fast and then it goes even slower and yeah it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's a weird thing and with that slow and with the you know the pace of it too it, it, you know you can you can sort of hear that like just that slight offness about it yeah like which you know really lends itself yeah. to being unique yeah so, yeah which I, I kind of like that yeah exactly yeah it's a cool band yeah I mean like it definitely is kind of a with that genre there's a lot of uh, a lot of stoner like stoner metal is a very similar genre to this and like these guys have a lot of songs that are just about smoking weed and oh, you can okay. kind of Tell yeah. some, you know, yeah, some of the songs, yeah. but you can kind of almost picture like the, <laughs> the show with just some like <laughs> slowly bobbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a big cloud over the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's cool though. I don't know. It's a. I got into it in a weird way, like, and it just you know, it's a thing I listen to now. I don't think like my family enjoys it, but <laughs> <laughs> I like playing it. So yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's definitely a different style-wise than the other stuff we've been we doing but um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, what kind of what kind of music are you guys like have you uh as you have your taste in music changed i mean obviously rap is still something you listen to do but i mean overall i mean you know as you get older have you noticed like uh certain things that you maybe liked before just you can't even handle anymore and, and things have progressed or is it are you still kind of have, like what you like is what you like it i feel if anything i i can listen to even wider range of yeah. genres without any like, um, you know, like without any prejudice or anything. <laughs> like okay, yeah, pop yeah, yeah. music, for example, yeah. I can listen to some pop music even like and really enjoy it. Yeah. Just as much as I could listen to something that's really almost like that, like yeah. really obscure and and maybe even like. Uh, just like nobody like you said maybe your family can hear like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. something that doesn't even sound that musical necessarily yeah, yeah. but it just kind of hits the right vibe for me yeah, yeah. i mean usually to for me i'd have to i'd have to find something in it that yeah was musical or rhythmic and, yeah. and uh you know echoed in a sort of with something inside me yeah <clears throat> but yeah i, I still love you know, going back and finding new hip hop from like yeah. 2000, 2003. I was telling those stuff that just passed you by the other first time or whatever. Like you didn't just didn't. Yeah, yeah, well, both, yeah. both. Because I I went back and listened to It Takes a Nation of Millions oh, yeah. the other day, Public Enemy, yeah. and man, so good. <laughs> it's always good, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, I found I was telling uh, BJ the other day, Typical Cats. Uh, which was this group out of Chicago, Quasar. I don't know if you listened to him, but I listened to Quasar's album, but I never knew he had this album okay. with these other guys, Typical Cats, even though they have a beat on there, which I recognized. Um, but the album I'd never heard, and it's great. And cool. It's like, it's, it's, uh, its own thing, 
but it definitely sounds like that time as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I, I love rap from that time. Like, I guess it, it shows my age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think most people have, like, an era of music in general that they stick to as this is the... It's always going to be awesome to you, yeah, like, yeah. for sure. I mean, even if you... Regardless of what you listen to, is, there's some kind of period... I think it, usually it's what, when you... What, what you first got into when you first got into music in a big way yeah. kind of is always always a thing you like that you can't not like it right I mean even if it becomes not cool anymore you're still gonna be oh yeah it's the best thing ever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I mean I'm still stuck on you know uh, like that classic 90s yeah. hip hop sound like it's just something that always you know always go back to you know, yeah. yeah The Roots was one of the first things that I really became obsessed with yeah, yeah. and you know I mean I still listen to their you know their first First couple albums, you know, yeah. like more than I'll listen to, you know, the, even the new stuff, which is great as yeah. well. But yeah. you know, for different reasons, right? Yeah. So the, you mentioned earlier there was a, a, a release show for Surface Area. Yes. Yes. Actually, yeah. Uh, just a couple couple weeks, uh, April fourth. It's at the uh, Goodwill Social Club. Cool. Which is uh, can't remember the exact number, but Portage Avenue, uh, just at Sherbrooke, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a be a lot of fun. We're gonna have uh, obviously uh, Gruff's gonna perform all the songs from from the album and maybe a couple other gems from uh, from yesteryear. Cool. And uh, we're gonna have uh, well, I'm gonna play a, a short solo set as well. Okay. Uh, which will be a lot of fun. I haven't played a solo set in a few years, so it's gonna be uh, yeah. a lot of fun sure. for me. And we also got. Uh, Rob John Crooks. Smith. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Rob Crooks. Rob absolutely. Crooks, who is one of the co-hosts of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be performing as well, and we also got uh, John Smith, who, uh, well, formerly John Smith, yeah. now going by Bazooka Joe. Okay. So he's he's been be... on the show as well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Thing right? Everyone's connected. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he's gonna be uh, him and Rob actually have a new album. Yeah, I heard that about that. Yeah. Uh, that they're working diligently on trying to get 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 together. So yeah. I believe they're gonna play a few tracks cool, off of cool. that album. So that'll be pretty exciting. And then uh, DJ Honeycutt's gonna spend the night. So you know you know the music's gonna be good. We're gonna have. Uh, you know, we're gonna try to end at a you know a reasonable time so we can you know just enjoy the music, yeah, yeah. you know, and get on the dance floor, or whatever you want to do, you know, and just have a have a really good time. But if you've never been to the, the Goodwill uh, Social Club, I mean, it's a it's a really nice venue. Really, I actually friendly. haven't. I, there's been a lot of shows I've wanted to go to, and like I just have. I go to shows so infrequently now, like yeah, you know, yeah. with kids and stuff, right? So I understand. Yeah, so I mean, I, I keep meaning to. Oh, I want to go to this, and it's like, oh, it's like a Wednesday night. I can't, you know. Yeah, but, you know. yeah, yeah. I mean, since they've been open, yeah, I think I've been to you know two. Two jams, one of them being the Peanuts and Corn. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, review, yeah. which you know we were all playing at. So I mean, you know, obviously that's that doesn't it counts, but it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> As exactly. attendance. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it, it's a great place. So you know, like all the owners are you know homies. They're yeah. awesome dudes. You know, great attitude. You know, they have uh, some. Actually, I don't even know if you guys like have seen like their in-house uh, rules. I think I read something about that. Yeah, I think yeah, there's a story I'm getting a lot yeah. of press about it. Yeah, yeah. Like um, really? Yeah, um, they've incorporated uh, basically the idea. You know, I don't know if I'm going to do it justice by explaining it myself, but um, basically any like sort of sexual harassment or anything like that, like you know, zero tolerance policy. Yeah, that's cool. You know, it's yeah. posted on the wall, written out really well. Nice. Um, you know, they had a lot of help from actually uh, some um, some activists who. You know, really helped them like pen, you know, the statement, and you know, like come up with a nice set of you know, inclusive sort of you know, sort of 
sort of ideas. And that's cool, yeah. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Pretty, it's, pretty, it's pretty neat. It's, it's different more. for a bar, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not yeah. something you usually see, yeah. Yeah, exactly, so. So can people, uh, do people buy tickets in advance for that, or is it at the door, or what's the uh, We're just going to do door. I mean, you know, it's, uh, like yeah. said, you know, we're not expecting, you know, we're expecting a great turnout, but we're not expecting, uh, you know, there to be, you know, an overabundance of, uh, you know, people <laughs> yeah. not, not able to get, to, yeah, yeah, to get yeah, in yeah, at the yeah. door yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so I think, uh, you know, as long as you show up at a reasonable time, you'll be able to catch all of us, cool. uh, get on, hit the stage, you know, perform our hearts out and... Yeah, it's gonna be. A, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be the shit. Wow. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, do you have uh, either one of you have another song you wanted to pick? Uh, to go with the. Uh... Uh, no, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I picked two. I don't. I don't want to. You know, it's, you guys are the guests, right? <laughs> I want you guys to uh, to, to maybe uh, have better more selections and. Right. Did you have another? No, I mean. An, it's 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 so loose. I, I, I'm just like loose is fine. <laughs> as long as there's no wrong answers, right? Then you make a connection. So I, it's really just because I, you know I, I really like the song and I want to play the song. And sure, yeah. you know, there's a couple lines in the song that lend themselves. Uh, you know, like I look up and seek for faith. You know, just like there's a couple lines in the song that just sort of just stood out when you know the idea comes to mind. But sure, what's the song? It's, uh, artist by the name of King Cruel. Okay, uh, the song is called Out Getting Ribs. Right. Um, the song he wrote when he was uh, 15 years old, I believe he's about 21 now, cool. <laughs> but he's a young guy, he's from the UK actually, he also, uh, you can find him uh, featured in like a few different hip hop songs as well, on a couple of underground hip hop songs, but he is not himself, he does rap under a different alias, very very low key, but uh, his his music itself is you know probably the farthest thing from, uh, from hip hop. Cool. It's really, really interesting stuff. So yeah, yeah. Let's, let's check it out.
those two are the ones that I would sort of direct people towards. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Is there anywhere else online that people can find either of you? Like, is there uh, websites or Facebook or any of that stuff? Or uh, you can hit you can always hit me up uh, Twitter. Uh, Junior underscore Beej, B-E-E-J. Okay. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, um, BJ Gross, B-E-E-J-A-Y. And, uh, yeah, you, you know, if you're looking for uh, a gumshoe stride, you know, you just, you know, do a little Google search and you'll find some interesting tidbits. Cool. Do you have anything yeah. online or? No. Just the albums <laughs> up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, unless uh, Macaroon still has. <laughs> I guess no. Engulfing this heavy gaze as a future of many days Look back into my eyes Staring into the forest like I was Lord of the Flies But I ain't mortified, I'm overjoyed as I override Thoughts of the city and the stress that gets me fried Just let my mind's eye relax and open up as I make tracks Down the trail I sail, I'm surrounded by nature The air is cool and fresh, the smell of cedar reforms my labor As I savor the soft sounds In my solitude there's no substitute And I'm humble too as the thick tread of my boot nearly crushes A cluster of red mushrooms, now the underbrush hushes at my clumsiness and I suddenly wish to stand still view life from a new frequency and let nothing go unseen let my thoughts root deep into the soil for nourishment so I halt and let my patience exalt without discouragement just the top of trees Within minutes, Gray Jay and Chickadee make my heyday. Foraging on the ground a few feet from where I'm found. Then my soul became inflated when greeted by the polluted. Tapping a tree trunk for grub, now this was what I needed. Yes, now I felt the oneness with the sunset and with all. Viewing life with a new sight, becoming immersed in its call. Awed by the intricacy, intrigued by the simplicity. And inside I felt that nothing was missing to me. We were in balance. No longer individuals who challenge each experience with resistance. If it were music, it was like grooving to inner visions without moving. Sounds difficult. But you could get used to it But the truth is it's hard to explain To you or anyone just how I felt that day As I merged with my excursion That morning in the white shell It might well have been similar to some religious experience Like kneeling in your temple Speaking to your God and learning its lessons Well let here be my temple And let the one spirit the breath of many The one voice a variety of sounds One life with its ups and downs A variety of relationships interconnected A symbiotic neighborhood respected 